Next on BYU Sports Nation, suit up! BYU football calling some uniform audibles in 2014. How do you feel about all white, all royal, and all black on the field? I feel good. Oh, I feel so good. Uh. Alternate uniforms on display yesterday via social media. What's your favorite combo, and why does the trend of new uniform swag matter so much? Plus, the executive director of the Miami Beach Bowl, why they had to have the Cougars, and BYU rugby head coach David Smith fresh off another national championship. Where is the trophy? Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation, presented by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Now from Studio B, your hosts, Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. BYU Sports Nation on your television and radio, presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. We are a simulcast. It is Tuesday, May 6th. I'm Spencer Linton, teamed up with a man championing a new Kids on the Block reunion, Jerem Jordan. We need this. This is something that we need. Wherever and however you may be dialed in. What's up? (laughs) Great to have you with us. (laughs) BYU basketball star Eric Mika had an epic performance on our uh, BYU Sports Nation show last week. He's having a good day thus far. This just in. Spraining news right now, not breaking. Hit all green lights except twice the last two days driving to Provo. Hashtag blessed. (laughs) That is a blessed man. Hashtag rise and grind. Oh, new uniforms for BYU football. They're bringing back the bibs. Oh. I'm, I'm just kidding. They're not, they're not bringing back the bibs. <laughs> That's the, the worst news I've ever heard all day. <laughs> the Cougs do have some Never. new options for battle mode. What? <laughs> no, no bibs. Oh. I, I, I'm sorry. I, sca- I may have scared a few of you. Like, my heart skipped a beat. Yes. Like, I might need to leave huh? right now. Join our conversation 24-7 using the hashtag BYUSN. Link up across BYU Sports Nation wherever, whenever, and sound off on today's Twitter question. Which BYU jersey combination is your favorite and why? Ah, Mine's easy. The all-black, baby. We've only worn it once, and it looked awesome. Yeah, the, I know BYU the didn't blacks. win the game. So sure. Oregon State 2012, the New Zealand BYU Cougar all-blacks. Uh, lost that game, but I think that it looks great. BYU's going to don that against UNLV in November. I like the royal blue and particularly the chrome. I hope they mm. wear the chrome face mask with the chrome. Uh, the, the, yeah, the face mask lo- and the stretch sticker. fly on the side. Oh, my goodness. It was awesome. So sharp. Again, that one in a loss, but I, I'm not that Woo! bugged by that. Why it even matters in just a few minutes. Listen to BYU Sports Nation at noon Eastern on BYU Radio, Sirius XM Channel 143. And we're simulcast live on BYU TV and BYUtv.org. Rise and shout on a Tuesday. Rise and grind. It's time for What's Trending. What's Trending in BYU Sports Nation. Topic one. Jersey juxtaposition. Nice word. Thank you. Alliteration is awesome. DeAndre Wesley, BYU offensive lineman, at cool underscore Dre 28, sends out an Instagram picture yesterday. He's in trouble. (laughs) Unveiling a promotional (laughs) poster featuring a BYU trio of uniform audibles for the upcoming 2014 season. Yay for us. Bad news for yeah, DeAndre. Probably not probably great for DeAndre. He's going to run some laps today. He's going to lose a few pounds in the next couple of days. <laughs> okay, here, here's the deal. Three players on this promotional poster wearing three different uniforms. Adam Hine in all black. Wearing the number 10. That's not a jersey number, but he, he's the guy in that picture. Jamal Williams in all white and Taysom Hill in all royal. They look good. They look sharp. We'll go chronologically with when will apparently see these uniforms. Let's start with all white at home. All white at home. This doesn't happen at home. I don't recall BYU ever wearing all white at home. Maybe they have. Let, me, let us know. Maybe Hashtag the first B- time ever. BYUSN. That's normally a road jersey every now and then. 
September Last year 20th. At Virginia, they did that. September 20th against Virginia, they will wear all whites at home. Then on October 3rd against Utah State, which has kind of become the rivalry game on this it's, year's schedule. It's the home rivalry game. Yeah. All Royal Blues on that Friday night game. Okay. Then on November 15th, they bring back the all-black uniforms for the first time mm. since the Oregon State game against UNLV. So just the second time ever. Thank you, DeAndre Wesley, once again. <laughs> yeah, thank you. For giving us such a juicy topic. I'm guessing he's going to have some backlash, but uh, it blew up the BYU social media scene yesterday, and it reminded us of something that happened a couple of years ago with Joe Sampson. Joe Sampson did this. I believe it was for the black jerseys. Maybe, <laughs> maybe it was for the Royals that year. I can't remember. Uh, but... BYU, uh, Joe Sampson released it, got in trouble. Uh, DeAndre Wesley released it prematurely, got in trouble. The cool <laughs> thing with these two is that it's the stadium is going to coincide with that color. So it's going to be a white out for the, the fans. Yes, wear royal, white. Royal out if there's such a thing. Black out as well. That'll be fun. And wearing black in November, you better believe that's the reason to just spice up a November home game. Of like, course like it is. Like UNLV in November. <sighs> But if BYU is undefeated or has only one loss, I mean, that's exciting. But then you add black to that, the black jerseys, that's great. BYU looked really good the black in that game. The that royal was fun. Trim. Black Ooh. is not in mm. the color scheme for BYU. You know what I'm glad isn't in the color scheme? Tan. But I'm really glad that black can be busted out every now and then. That's my favorite color. Hashtag say no to the bibs and say no to tan. They're going to have several different jersey combinations this football season. They are. Which brings us to the stat of the day, young blood. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. Five. BYU will wear at least five different jersey combinations this football season. It's also been five years since BYU won a game in an alternate Wait, jersey. Wait, what? Say the second part of that again. It's also been five years since BYU won a game in an alternate jersey. So wow. when I say alternate, I mean royal or black. White is not an alternate jersey. That's within this color scheme. They just happen to use that combo rarely. And they're right? doing it at home. And they're doing it at home. That's the rarity. But it's not an alternate jersey, per se. Uh, so the last time BYU won a game in an alternate jersey, 2009, Royal Blue against Oregon State. They also beat Utah that year that in same Royal year. Blue. Then in uh, 2012, BYU wore the black jersey against Oregon State. 2013, BYU wore the Royal against Utah. Okay, so they don't wear it that often. No, that's why ha- it's cool that they're going to do it a couple but times. But it has been five years since they won a game. Okay, here. Let's mark this down. If, if you need to, well, if you remember something from today's show, this is what I want you to remember. Uniforms do not win games. Okay? Wait, what? They don't win games. But there is something about the idea that you look good, you feel good. You feel good, you play good. Jeremy wants play me to well, say play but well, yeah. but no. Yeah, we know what you mean. For sake of the saying. And it also sells tickets. Tom Homel told us Recruiting. about this. Huge. He told us about this. He said there's going to be an alternate uniform during a sit-down interview with the media and now there's two yes and then all white Plus at home so it kind of feels like a third one yeah i'm i'm surprised that BYU is not wearing uh an all white for the first home game against houston on september 11th they're saving it for the next week against virginia which i believe will be the recruiting weekend that's this why is big for that's recruiting. why what is oregon so famous for fast football but almost more than that and now boise state a little bit the alternate jerseys, just a crazy, awesome, sometimes debatable uh, 394 combinations. That's a legit number, by the way, of, <laughs> all, a three, yeah. of different kinds of jerseys. Kids nowadays believe in brands and different kinds of jerseys. That's a big thing for recruiting. Style matters in our day and age. It's your brand. 
It's your battle gear. And BYU has not been known to be cutting edge on these kinds of things before. Where is BYU cutting edge? In the way that it has media. No one has a BYU TV, right? A university-run national station. In media, BYU is cutting edge. But there's the argument of being traditional is good, right? College football, it's all about tradition. Well, it used to be. Yeah, it used to be. Until conference got switched up. Jerseys are now different. There's certain schools, Spencer, that still have the traditional jerseys and don't change, and that's their thing. Alabama, Penn State, USC, Michigan. Yeah, they don't change it up. But for BYU to change it up, I like it because they've changed so much. I mean, you went to the the apostasy of the bibs, if you will, to the the black, which is uh, which is cutting edge and awesome. The tradition and winning tradition at those schools that we mentioned. Michigan, USC, Alabama. That's the recruiting tool. And okay? they haven't changed. Other teams are using bunch. different things. And this is absolutely a recruiting tool. And I think it's great. We live in a and day it, and age where everyone wants the new, latest, yes. greatest swag. And it's, it's more than recruiting. It's for these players. These players love it. And then for recruits. We have a college football playoff. Everything moves to money. Super conferences are in the works, most likely. While I appreciate the, the traditionalists... Changes happening across sports. It's about money. It, it just is. And, and that's what it is. And but, now you can have a black BYU official t-shirt if they release that this ooh. year. That'll be nice. What will BYU be wearing on August 29th? Countdown to Connecticut. 115. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking we go 115. Yeah. We've never done that. No, I don't, no we haven't. Man, hopefully our, the execution on the field is better than that one. 115. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. High five, dude. High five. High five. Okay. Countdown to Connecticut, BYU, and the Huskies, <laughs> August 29th, 115 days away. Yikes. Let's scan the rest of our BYU Sports Nation beat. Athlon Sports releases the top 25 college football dynasties of the Associated Press era. Since 1934. BYU, from 1979 to 1985, a seven-year span, ranked number 25. The Cougars were 77-12 and 12 in that span including a national championship under legendary head coach Lovell Edwards. Quarterbacks, Mark Wilson, Jim McMahon, Steve Young, Robbie Bosco. How many of those guys went to the NFL? Four for four, baby. Yep. Let me tell you why that's a big deal. Because there was only uh, one other non-Power 5 conference team in there. It was Navy from the 40s. From the 40s? Yes. I didn't see Utah's BCS runs in there. I didn't see Boise State in there. I didn't. But that that era for BYU was big. I know that was a long time ago, but a lot of these dynasties were. Dynasty. BYU, BYU has a significant place in college football because of what they did then. However, BYU needs to have something nowadays to maintain relevance and get into the Power Five. Dynasty. This is a big deal that they're recognized with that big. Yeah. Oh, it's man. nice, but you know what would be nicer? Doing something similar nowadays because then you get into the, the in crowd like we talked about this last This tells week. me that BYU has... They have national uh, acceptance and tell us anything new. recognition. Yes, but it just reaffirms that even now in 2014, which is good, which is really good. If it gets BYU into a Power 5, great. If not, I don't think it really matters. BYU baseball hosting Utah tonight at Larry H. Miller Field, Part 3. This season, the Cougars won the first two meetings, 8 Eastern, 6 Mountain, locally on KBYU TV, streamed worldwide, worldwide on BYUTVSports.com and on BYU Radio. And Tori Almond. BYU softball pitcher named West Coast Conference Pitcher of the Week. The softball team hosting nice. Utah Valley at Gale Miller Field. So there are back-to-back games tonight at Larry H. Miller Park. Very cool. Uh, which BYU jersey combination is your favorite and why? Let's go to the Twitter machine. 
at J Pavia underscore CPA. I bet he's a CPA. Yes. Blackout looks tough. I love it. I love it. At Houston P. Trent. Royal Blue is the best jersey. Brings back great memories of the winning days. It's definitely nostalgic. Black is the cutting edge, awesome, hip, nowadays, hashtag, everything is awesome, whatever. The winning days. What was BYU wearing during the Dynasty era? Royal Blue. Yes. And like see-through mesh jerseys. At BYU Sports <laughs> Blog. The ones that are like <laughs> yeah. the camp the camp shirts. Giant <laughs> yes. shoulder pads. Yes. And, yeah. At BYU Sports Blog. Wideout at home is going to be awesome. Yeah. I, I don't know that we've ever seen a wideout at home. Well, in the stands, yes, but n- not with, not with a the team. jerseys. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be cool. And Virginia, we're coming for you. Oh, it's going to be It's going to be a hurricane of touchdowns. <laughs> we know BYU will be in the Miami Beach Bowl. Let's find out more about it next with the Bulls executive director, Carlos Padilla. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan live from Studio B, hanging out at BYU Broadcasting. Follow the show on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. It airs weekdays, noon Eastern, on Sirius XM Channel 143, BYURadio.org, and the BYU Radio iOS app simulcast on BYU TV. Hey, Football Media Day is just 48 days away. 48! Did you realize that? It's coming up quick. I did not. June 23rd, live on BYU TV, all sorts of good stuff. Also, tomorrow on BYU Sports Nation, Brian Keel. Ding! And Dennis Pitta. Ding, ding, ding! Holler! It is NFL Draft Week. We're going to talk to two of the Cougars who were... Recently drafted in the well, I used to the recent past, in the last decade. Find out their thoughts as some other Cougars prepare to make that next step in their professional careers. Which BYU jersey combination is your favorite and why? This coming off of the news that DeAndre Wesley broke yesterday. And we're hoping that DeAndre's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but which is your favorite and why? Tell us using the hashtag BYUSN. We welcome in our first guest, Executive Director of the Miami Beach Bowl. His name is Carlos Padilla. Carlos, welcome to BYU Sports Nation. We want to know why you wanted BYU in a bowl game in its inaugural season. Uh, hey, well, first off, you know, uh, thank, thanks for having me here today, guys. And I hope it's a good day up there in BYU country. It is. Uh, well, you know, there's a, t- there's a lot of reasons for it. You know, uh, you know, it, it, there's no question that BYU is a story program. You know, it's uh, it's your first time in Florida in 29 years, but the nine consecutive bowl games under Bronco, you know, 18, 18 final season rankings in the top 25. I mean, you can go on and on, 32 bowl appearances, on and on. But, you know, with being the first first year of the Miami Beach Bowl, we really wanted to make an impact not only in the local community but throughout the nation and, and aligning ourselves with a – a national program like BYU was just—it was a natural fit for us, and, and, and to say the least, you know, we couldn't be more privileged and more happy to have you guys in the game this year. And I know the Miami Beach and the Miami, uh, the Greater Miami Day community is going to be super excited to have you here and, and show you guys some great hospitality. So you, you uh, Carlos, you've helped get uh, the St. Petersburg Bowl, now the Beefo Brady's Bowl, up and running. Now the Miami Beach Bowl. I guess what are the challenges of starting a new bowl game? Uh, really, the main challenge is, is getting the word out in the community as to who you are. You know, it's, a, it's similar in a lot of ways as to what we went through in St. Pete that we're dealing with here in Miami. And I say that in a good way. It's, it's, I consider it fun. You know, if I didn't, I wouldn't be doing it for the second time. Sure. Um, you know, in, in St. Pete and in the Tampa Bay market, there's a much more established game there. 
with the Outback Bowl. I think they're in their 28th or 29th year, and it's it's uh, not unlike that here in Miami. You obviously have the Orange Bowl, which I believe has been around for you know over 80 years. So, you know, people always want to compare you to to that much more established game, and it's different from that. But in a lot of ways, it is the same. It's it's big time college postseason college football, and in a fantastic marketplace at a great time of year. So, the big part really is uh, you know go out to the community, telling people who you are. Uh, what you're about, and, and, and just really educating them throughout the entire process. I'd say that's the biggest hurdle. But usually after you get through the first or second year, people really get a grasp of who you are and it really starts drumming up excitement uh, on an exponential level in, in the years past from there. Carlos Padilla, Executive Director of the Miami Beach Bowl in its inaugural season, joining BYU Sports Nation. Uh, we've been talking about BYU uniforms. Is it going to be a requirement that the Cougars wear all white in Miami? Well, you know, I I don't have that much power to tell you guys what exactly you need to wear, (laughs) but I can tell you that white is one of the prominent colors used in the scheme here in Miami, whether you're on South Beach or you're downtown, you're in Brickell or even in Little Havana here where the stadium is. White's a prominent color, so hey, you guys would fit right in. Carlos, do you own white pants? Uh, I do not. Oh. <laughs> I do not. Spencer does. I do own Spencer white pants, and I'm looking pants. forward to wearing them in Miami. Well, hey, grab a white jacket. You'll fit right in on uh, <laughs> game day. <laughs> Are there any Miami Vice or Burn Notice um, you know, pants that could be purchased to be able to fit in for BYU fans when they're down there? The Don Johnson's. Oh, you can, yeah, you can absolutely. You can find them right down the street from your uh, the low South Beach, which will be your uh, it's a beautiful hotel. It'll be your hotel. <laughs> Um, um, you know, throughout the entire week. I'm sure there's a few stores you can go down there. Just make sure you bring your checkbook. Things aren't cheap down there. Okay. <laughs> yeah. well, we'll, have, well, we have a few months, so we can get ready for that. <laughs> Carlos Padilla, the executive director of the Miami Beach Bowl, is on BYU Sports Nation. Have you figured out what day the bowl game will be and if it is on ESPN? Um, you know, really all that I can tell you guys is, you know, obviously you spoke to the commissioner, uh, I believe, last week, and, and he gave you uh, about all the information I could give you the same. Pre-Christmas game, you know, that we, we really – have been in negotiations on three dates, uh, you know, December 20th, uh, December 22nd, December 23rd. And, okay. and the way it really maps out for us is, you know, are we going to be on ESPN? Are we going to be on ESPN2? You know, we're trying to figure all those th- types of things out. You know, we're, we know we're not going to play on the 21st, okay? You have the right. NFL going in that time. So, Sunday you know, play for you, Right. You don't, you, don't want to, you don't want to compete with the NFL. Nobody does. So, you know, that, obviously that date didn't work for us. Does the 20th work? You know, I, I don't know. I think for the hotels here, and I, especially for your fans too, you know, that you might want to make a weekend out of it. So having to come in on a Wednesday or even a Tuesday or, or possibly Thursday might not be the best idea. So I think right now we're looking at the 22nd or the 23rd. Uh, you know, obviously if it's a 22nd game, you're probably looking at around a 2 o'clock start leading right into Monday Night Football, which is on ESPN right after that. Um, and obviously there's a little more flexibility on the 23rd, but then that has the fans traveling back on Christmas Eve. So we're really negotiating, kind of talking back and forth between the 22nd and 23rd. So right now that's about all I can say. Um, we're hoping to get this deal done in the next few days, and hopefully we can uh, do a press release and get, get to talking to you guys about what day you're coming in. Fantastic. Will it be on NESPN? Um, you know, that's all I can tell you is we're negotiating with ESPN right now. Okay, okay very good. Carlos Padilla the executive director of the Miami Beach Bowl, former assistant executive director of the Beef O'Brady Bowl on BYU Sports Nation. There are several activities that go on during a bowl game week. Uh, In your experience, what's the biggest draw outside of the actual game? No question for the student-athletes, and again, very similar marketplace being in Florida and great weather. Uh, no question, my six years in St. Petersburg was the beach bash for the players. Yeah. It's a fantastic event. I mean, we, you know, in St. Pete, we did it. We had, 
you know, big inflatable boxing rings. You know, we had uh, those big trikes that are, you know, six feet tall for the players to, <laughs> to ride around on the beach. We did a tug of war and, uh, and uh, uh, we had a pool party right there by the beach where we brought in a DJ and the players did belly flop contests. There's no question that was the highlight of the week for the players and a lot of the fans that came to the game. Uh, you know, we'll also be doing a team welcome party for the first day that you guys come into town. Still trying to figure oh, out exactly what the two of us. Yeah, the two, yeah, just the two of you guys. Oh, awesome. hey, we know our, we know, we, we know the definition of VIP in Miami. <laughs> That's exactly right. Will LeBron James attend the festivities? Uh, good question. I don't know. I tell you what, if I could track him down, I'll sure, I'll sure as heck uh, try to twist his arm. <laughs> we'll take Dwayne Wade, but not Chris Bosh. Is that all right? <laughs> We talk, we talk about the field situation. It's going to be at Marlins Park, which is a, a baseball park. BYU played at AT&T Park in San Francisco in the Fight Hunger Bowl last year. They had both teams on the same sideline. Are there going, going to be any you know, interesting setups for, for Marlins Park? Like, Are we going to see both teams on the same sideline again? Um, I, I, don't, I don't foresee that being, uh, being the case here in Miami. Um, you know, there's plenty of room on both sides. If you really look at it as a baseball field, which it is, uh, one end zone is going to be third base and home plate, and the other end zone is going to be out to right field. So left field has plenty of space out there. I can't see any reason why we would have to put both on the same side. I believe we can have one on the first base side. Uh, we can have one out in the left field. So, you know, I don't see that being, being uh, something that we need to do here. I think the teams like to stay on their own side, like to have their own area. I don't see any need to complicate that here. Carlos Padilla, the executive director of the Miami Beach Bowl, is on BYU Sports Nation. Uh, when you look at, uh, you mentioned BYU's program and the prestige there, BYU matching up with the American Conference, what was it about the American that you liked with the matchup for BYU? Well, I guess you know, the easy answer to that is, you know, this, this game was started by the American Athletic Conference, and uh, obviously BYU has a strong relationship with the conference. You guys play UConn, uh, Houston, and, and UCF, if I'm not mistaken, this coming yes. year. So there, there's a lot of similarities there as far as uh, um, at least a short-term tradition uh, with the American Athletic Conference. We, we, we feel you guys match up really well with several of the teams in our conference, and I think really just – the reach of BYU, you guys being a national brand, a national team, a national institution for that matter, that it really just lines up well with what we're trying to do here locally, what we're trying to do here as a conference nationally, um, that it was just a no-brainer for us. You know, I, I can tell you that you know, Taysom Hill, is a, he's a heck of a player, and uh, you know, not, not many people, you know, relatively speaking, have had a great chance to really watch him as closely as you guys have over there. So I'm excited to bring you guys into town and excited to introduce uh, Taysom uh, you know, to this market and to the other teams affiliated with the conference that you guys are not going to play this year. And I think it's going to be a really exciting game uh, whenever we get here in December. We're joined by Carlos Padilla, the executive director of the Miami Beach Bowl. We spoke with the commissioner of the American Athletic Conference, Mike Oresco, last week. And he said that at all, if at all possible, you want to avoid a potential rematch. Does that mean that there's no chance for that? Or if it, if it came down to it and that was just the, the best game, you guys would actually settle for a rematch? Uh, you know, I, 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 would, I would never say never. Um, but, but certainly, you know, to piggyback what Commissioner Oresco said, you know, we really want to avoid that as much as we possibly can. And we really think there's some strong teams in the conference, you know, that, that, that we could pick that's not going to be UConn, Houston, uh, or UCF. You know, the conference is pretty well-rounded, some exciting teams. Um, I, I can't see there being a, being a real scenario where we have to pick one of those to get a rematch in there. Uh, again, that being said, I, I know never say never, but uh, I think it'll we'll be able to find a competitive team that's going to play well. You know, hey, 
the, the beauty of this game being started by the American Athletic Conference is there's a lot of flexibility on the American side. Uh, you know, te- we technically can, you know, based on what happens at the top of the conference with the playoff, we technically have the first or second pick out of the conference to pick what works best for the game here, who matches up best for BYU, and who's going to really excite your fans to want to come to Miami. So there's a lot of flexibility there. I can't see a scenario where that really happens, but hey, as I, as I started out with, you know, never, never say never. Right. Carlos, how much does BYU season uh, figure into what opponent BYU will get? Uh, you know, again, another, you guys are asking some great questions here. You know, um, I think the season, you know, it, it, we really have to look at it from a 30,000-foot view. You know, uh, you know, if you guys are coming in with 9, 10 wins, we're going to want to pair you up with the best possible team that we can you know, at the top of our conference. Um, that's not to be said, though, that if you come in with seven or eight wins, which, you know, what we really can't see you guys doing. I'm sure you guys don't see yourselves doing that. Uh, but that doesn't mean that we're going to pair you with an equal team there. I think what it really boils down to is figuring out UConn, Houston, and UCF, where they fall into the, the landscape of the bowl season at the end of the year, and then matching you guys up with the best possible um, um, team uh, from the American Athletic Conference through that. Carlos Padilla, the executive director of the Miami Beach Bowl on BYU Sports Nation. Above all, I think we just want to say as BYU Sports Nation, thank you for inviting us to Miami pre-Christmas. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, no question. I, you know, I, was looking it up, I was looking it up earlier, earlier today. It looks like the uh, average temperature up there is in the 30s that time of year. And I can tell you, yes. you know, we, we've ordered some great weather that time of year. We're typically in the 70s. So we look forward to having you guys Ooh. here. Make sure you, uh, you bring your swim trunks and your flip-flops. And Spencer will bring his white pants. I yes, can guarantee and my that. white pants. You know what? I'm, I'm making a note of that. I'm going to I'm holding you to that one. <laughs> hey, Carlos, if you want to play golf while we're down there, too, you know. I mean, they are white golf pants, so. Hey, hey, there you go. You can wear them a couple days in a row, once at the beach and once on the course. <laughs> Absolutely. Perfect. Carlos, we thank you for the time. The yeah, executive thanks, director of the Miami Beach Bowl. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Thanks, guys. I'll see you in December. Sounds good. Which BYU jersey combination is your favorite and why? Use the hashtag BYUSN. This coming off a promotional release that maybe wasn't supposed to come out yesterday, but still showed us. All royal, all black, all white. You tell us what you think. The personal invite from Carlos Padilla. Yeah. They're going to roll out the uh, VIP for BYU Sports Nation. I love it. BYU Rugby National Championship coach David Smith joins us next. This is BYU Rugby head coach David Smith and URN BYU Sports Nation. A little foreshadowing there. Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan live from Studio B at BYU Broadcasting. Follow the show on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. You can follow us at Spencer underscore Linton and at Jerem Jordan. BYU Sports Nation is on demand. If you missed the show live, no worries. Audio is available on BYU sportsnation.com and videos on byutv.org slash dvr every afternoon byu football has some new uniform audibles for 2014 tell us what you think about them what's your favorite and why use the hashtag byusn our second guest today the head coach of now four-time national champion byu rugby david smith (laughs) national champs thank you three consecutive it's officially a dynasty it just is how do you well, feel about that? feel really good. Uh, it was a great weekend. The boys did very, very well. Um, you know, played against a very good Cal team and came out on top. I mean, I thought all in all we couldn't ask for a better day. They, they, they performed fantastically well. Almost more important than actually winning the game is the fact that you won and then you lost the trophy apparently yesterday. And here it is. Breaking news. It. We have found it's the trophy. set. We have the Varsity Cup. 
That's just what it, it's not the trophy. It's the varsity cup, although That's it's right. kind of a cup. Look at the lid, though. So Kyle Sumption said this the lid yesterday. Got bent a little bit. <laughs> yeah. what, ha- what happened? You know, I don't know for sure, but I'm sure Sumption was involved in that to some degree. <laughs> so we'll just. Uh, oh, it got bent twice. Wow. Okay, and scratched. What? What the yeah. heck happened? Got to take that back and get it fixed. And send the bill to Sumption. We'll do that. Yes, okay. Send the bill to Cal. This one's on you, Kyle. Yeah, that, and, and this trophy is going to travel. That's right, yeah. So you, go you, to, you hope to continue to keep it. We hope it stays in Provo for a long time, for sure. But, yeah, whoever wins, it goes to their campus. David Smith, the head coach of BYU Rugby. Now four-time national championship program. Three in a row on BYU Sports Nation. You told Jerem something after the game. said, I, I don't want to see you for a week. Yet here you are. What what happened? Yeah, what what happened? Well, I got the call to be able to come on this show. Said I can't turn that down, so <laughs> I made a special <laughs> special trip from Pleasant Grove to appear in the show. And as soon as I'm done here, you going back to Pleasant Grove? I'm heading back to Pleasant Grove. <laughs> yeah, you said all I want to see is you know white white beaches or you know something. So I'm I'm sorry that you have to be here with us instead of maybe being on the beach. No, and no, no, that's fine. Well, the beach can come later. Okay, yeah, happy good. to be here today. Yeah, good call. David Smith is on BYU Sports Nation. Yesterday we talked about uh, a, a sport at BYU during a three-year span. What is the most successful three-year span of like any team in their sport? We argued that rugby, winning three national championships in a row, is the best three-year span of any BYU sport ever. How do you beat that? Football, basketball, women's cross country, won titles, men's volleyball. Where do you think it fits in BYU history, what you guys have done? Uh, I mean, I think it's, it's a huge feat. I mean, definitely they, they won it three years in a row. Uh, and it just speaks to the, the the boys on the team and the effort that they've put forth for those. You know, we've been doing it for a lot longer than three years. The last three years have been the most successful, I guess. And, uh, I mean, just can't talk enough about the players on the team, the things that they do, you know, student athletes in the truest form, you know. They've got to go to class every day. They've got to show up to practice. They have a bunch of other things they have to do as far as working, taking care of families. So... I mean, to be able to do what they've done with as little a fanfare as they've had and, you know, no scholarships and that sort of thing, I mean, you've got to tip your hat to them. We talked to Kyle Sumption, the captain, yesterday. Had a great discussion with him. He's a four-time national champion now uh, in 09 and now 11 or 12, 13, and 14. How did you perceive the effect on him, the change on him, when he was named the captain? From a coaching standpoint, what, what did you see change in his game and his demeanor? Well, you know... At, I've definitely seen uh, a level of maturity come over him. You know, Kyle likes to have a lot of fun. He doesn't take life too serious, which is very good. Um, but as a player, without being the captain, you know, he was able to just take care of what he had to do. This year I have seen a transition where he's he's definitely stepped up and taken that mantle, so to speak, and has led from the front. And I think the boys appreciate what they see him do. You know, he he's, he's definitely fills that role very well. He's not a captain that will ask you to do something that he's not prepared to do himself. So it has worked well. I mean, losing Roundy from last year, you know, he'd been captain for three years, some big shoes to fill. Uh, and I think Sumption's done a, a, a very good job at, at handling his business there. Absolutely. David Smith, the head coach of the BYU rugby team, is on BYU Sports Nation. What happened for you guys to kind of overtake Cal as the team in college rugby? It's a good question. I mean, I think, you know, they're such a storied program and, and they put a lot of effort into what they do down there. And, and we understood a few years ago when we were able to start competing again for a national title um, that, 
you know, those first few years we weren't quite there. It was going to take more effort, going to take more work, going to take more organization, going to take um, athletes that were pe- prepared to to do what they had to do. And I think just over a matter of time, we've grown into that. Um, it hasn't happened overnight. And I think with the boys putting the effort in and, and organizing things and, and us hopefully putting them in an environment where it's possible for them to, to reach those levels, I think those things married together have got us where we are today. Three consecutive national championships for BYU rugby. Four overall, David Smith, the head coach, joining BYU Sports Nation. What kind of a reception did you get after this most recent a national title, given that this game was broadcast on a national television station for the first time. Yeah, there's been a buzz around since you know since Saturday. I mean, a lot of people were at the game. A lot of people saw it on TV. My phone's been ringing off the hook. I got home on Saturday night and I had like 49 texts from different <laughs> people. And Forty of them were from me, right? Uh, probably, yeah. probably. Well. Where's the trophy? Where's the yeah, trophy? Where's the trophy? <laughs> where's the trophy? Why did the lid get broken? That's right. Well, those texts came yesterday, Saturday. It was oh, yeah. a little bit, you know, it was other stuff. So, <laughs> yeah, it's been busy. It's been a lot of fun. You know, a lot of people have called to congratulate and say, you know, well done to the team and the boys. I wonder how much of uh, what you built up to the 2009 title and then uh, the next couple years has been uh, a result of finally winning that first national championship. Because I, I got a chance to be roommates with guys uh, like Steve St. Pierre and Manti Sua and Derek Smith and those guys. And they fought so hard to be able to get to that 09 championship game and win it. Like literally crying on the field uh, with the emotion. A little different when you win, you know, a fourth time and a third time against Cal. But do, do you think there's something to having actually won the first one to now a couple of years later you could do it a couple times? Yeah, absolutely, for sure. I mean, all the work that we put in to get that first one, I mean, we got over the hump in 2009, and those boys that you talk about, Sue, Stevie, I mean, they were phenomenal. I mean, they they were really the forebears for what we're doing now. Mm-hmm. I mean, they got us there, and it is hard to stay there. But the hardest part was actually getting the first one, getting yeah. us over that hump. Absolutely, no doubt about it. I told the story the other day of uh, I, I was in my laundry room when I was roommates with Steve St. Pierre and those guys and noticed that uh, we had like this dinner plate thing and it was there was like laundry on it or something. And I turned it over. It was the second place plate yeah. from like 08. <laughs> you guys just don't, didn't care about taking second at well, some point, right? No, that's true. I mean, we're not... I mean, you saw we we lost this one, and this is the winner's trophy. <laughs> so you can just imagine what we do with the second place trophies. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but I, you didn't keep them in a trophy case or anything. No, I thought that was no. interesting. Yeah, no. Trophies and goblets are important for some people. and I mean, they do signify good work. Probably one of my weaknesses is I'm not really big on the trophies and goblets, and it's probably my fault that the second place trophies are probably nowhere to be found. Somebody pour some blue Kool-Aid in that thing. Yeah, well, yeah, pass, it has a lid. Let's and pass it around. Like, yeah, what, yeah, what do you put in here? How do you guys celebrate using this thing? Uh, actually, this one we didn't celebrate much, but what we would normally do is, you know, fill that with a little bit of Gatorade, like you said, and just uh, take a sip and pass it around. Yeah. <laughs> David Smith, the head coach of BYU Rugby on BYU Sports Nation. Coach, uh, social media is a huge part of our show. We have a question coming in from Twitter from Mikey Sua, and he says, <laughs> who is your favorite BYU Rugby prop? Mikey Sua. <laughs> <laughs> of all time. Of all time. What Very we, good. There you go, Mikey. Trying to remember what we call him, the, the human bowling ball, something like that. Yeah, he got called a lot of names while he was here. That was one of them. I think somebody called him the baby rhino or something at one time. I mean... 
Mikey was a huge baby rhino. That's right. A huge fan, or a huge, huge favorite with the fans. So they all guy. had names for him. Yeah, big heart, big body. Yeah, that sounds like Paul Lasique, another guy who's a dual sport athlete at BYU. He's a four-time national champion. And because he didn't play in the St. Mary's game, technically he has no losses at the collegiate right. level. Is there a better resume for a college athlete than four national championships and no losses? Can't think of one. I mean, Lasiki was huge again on Saturday. He had a big game. Um, you know, we had, we had used him coming off the bench up until the final. And then because of injuries, you know, he had to step up in there and... You know, I don't think he felt he was as fit as he had been in the past coming out of spring ball and, and, and different sort of fitness levels. But, man, you got to tip your hat to him. He, he, he hung in there. He was huge. He was big in every sense of the word there on Saturday. And that's what surprised me a little bit is that he's, he's in football shape, which is different than rugby shape, yet he was so effective. And he's part of a group that we've talked about, Coach, of uh, four guys that played and started in that national championship match when they were freshmen. Jordan Lowry, Kyle Sumption, Paul Lasique. I'm missing somebody. But those uh, couple Will of... Will Taylor. And, and Will Taylor. Those guys uh, played as freshmen and now are doing it. And they're all juniors. They still have right. next season. I, I was looking. I, I saw maybe just... Or I guess Will's the same. Yeah, well, Will it, just graduated. Will just graduated. Yeah. Is he the only... Guy, how many returning starters do you have coming back next year? Um, Out of the 15? Probably about 12. Wow. 12 of the 15. Yeah. So do you expect to do it again next year? Uh, you know, the hope is there for sure. And, you know, we'll put the work in. Um, you know, Cal will come back stronger. You know, Central Washington, Utah. I mean, there will definitely be some strong teams next year. So we never go into the year thinking that we're going to repeat. Our goal is always to try and do that. So we'll have our work cut out for us in a, in a couple of positions. Um, but, you know, you look at some of the talent there and you've got to be pleased with what the prospects are for sure. How was your demeanor on the sideline during a game? I know we have the coaches cam, but, like, it's not on you the whole time. When you see a guy like Paul Asike truck a guy in the, in the Navy game and, and, and run in uh, for a try, what, what's, what's your reaction as the coach? Um, you know, that, that situation, I mean, he did truck him, he ran over him. I talked to the Navy coach at the weekend who was back here, and he said that that kid still had a hard time remembering what happened there. <laughs> so, I mean, Yikes. I don't uh, enjoy other kids, you know, getting knocked back like that, but right. it, it does bring a little smile to your face just to see somebody like, like Lasiki do so well. Yeah. At TJ Holding, he, he says, I'm assuming that he, uh, he played Tyler Holden. Question for Coach Smith. Do you remember a player, Advil, back when you first started coaching? Certainly do. Actually, I saw him. He came to visit here this last is year. That, is that Tyler Holden, or is he referencing somebody else? Uh, that's probably his brother, Tyler. Okay. Um, Curtis Holden is the guy he's talking about. We called him Advil. Advil? Yeah. Did he's he now take a doctor him? up in the Pacific Northwest. Gotcha. Why, did, why was he called Advil? Did he require a lot because of Because after every game, he was so sore, he had to pop a couple of Advil to take care of the pain. And now he's a doctor. And now he's a doctor. <laughs> it just works. Coach Smith, uh, great to have you. Congratulations again on uh, a fourth national championship, three in a row. Uh, we applaud the efforts, and, and it's amazing what you're doing without scholarships. I can't put enough emphasis on that. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you very much. Okay, don't lose this. Make sure you walk out of this. Just don't like leave it anywhere on the kitchen no, table. I'll get or that back to the trophy cabinet where it can be safe inside. That's exactly right. <laughs> it's well, not as cool as the old one. I'll well, be by the, way, the old one, the eagle, right, the massive eagle right. that was like 50 pounds. Yeah, Jerem has a dream one day to own a blue and white BYU rugby polo. I seriously, the jersey from 09, that one. Oh, the striped one? Yeah. 
have to look and see if we've All right. Jersey combos discussed. Tan coats, please know. And we dive inside the new uniform combos next. This is BYU Sports Nation. Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation, sponsored in part by National Processing, credit card processing for your business needs. Tonight, BYU Baseball plays Utah at 8 Eastern time. Watch it live on KBYU locally uh, and on BYUtvsports.com nationally. Also, listen on BYU Radio. Also, a reminder, tomorrow, Brian Keel and Dennis Pitta join the program. It's draft week yes, for the is. BYU football Cougars. We should mention this. The lid on the Varsity Cup, which we just showed you, may or may not have been dropped again. <laughs> In the commercial break. During the break. We can neither confirm there might nor deny. be three dents in the <laughs> lid already. That poor trophy. Oh, the Varsity Cup. I love it. It's rugby, man. It's going to get beat up. It's not a big deal. Do you know what is a big deal? Playing what we're going to do next. Heck yes. Big deal. No deal. National processing sponsorship. A big deal. No deal is a big deal. Credit card processing for your business needs. Let's go. go number one. Big deal, no deal. BYU to wear royal blue unis versus Utah State. This is a big deal because it's new news. BYU is going to whip out the all-royals against an in-state foe, thus signifying that Utah State is now like the rivalry game at home. Like, it's it's the game in the state for BYU next year. This is a big deal. I think it's a big deal. A little bird in my ear said, they stole our jerseys, our jersey colors, a Utah State somebody. What What's going on? Uh, big deal. Uh, BYU treating Utah State as the Utah, if you will, because it's not on the schedule by wearing the Royals. But there's going to be a different result than 2013. BYU will win that game. Number two. Big deal, no deal. BYU will wear regular unis in a Thursday night opener. No deal. The home opener is enough to carry the excitement of the game. It's the first game at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. I don't, I don't care what they're wearing that game. It's the home opener. You'd be okay with the bibs? Okay, I do care that they don't wear the bibs. I think yes. the bibs would be hilarious, actually. <laughs> <laughs> the re- the, the retros. <laughs> Please, yeah. no. Yeah, exactly. I'll Please, go. No. I'll go. Big deal. I wish that BYU was using one of those awesome alternate jerseys on the home opener. Why not save it for you're, later you're like they are, a- though? Because you're on Espen on a Thursday night. It's September 11th. But that's like the most special uh, setup for any game that BYU has this year. And an awesome jersey would be even more awesome. Why not wear blue and white on September 11th? But never red. <laughs> never red. Number three. Big deal, no deal. BYU has three alternate jersey combos, but still has tan sideline coats. Uh, I, didn't no, hear no. Any, I didn't hear anything before. I just heard tan coats. That's all I heard. And that is, that is a big deal. I can confirm that the tan coats are gone. They're gone, though. I confirmed today. Uh, they have been committed to a donor. They're being given away. And that is a big because, deal. Because I asked if we could have them. Yes. And we cannot. But they're going away. The tan coats that the quarterbacks wear when it's cold. Like from 2003. <laughs> they're, they're, maybe longer than that. They're gone. Well, it had the tan. So, you, uh, yeah. So, you know it's around that range. But they're gone. So, I'll go, I'll go big deal because there are no tan sideline coats anymore. The three jerseys is big. What did you say? Big deal? Yeah, absolutely. Deal. Please, no more. Number four. Please. Big deal, no deal. BYU ranked number 25 in Athlon's college football dynasties in the AP era. This is big with a capital B deal because 
It gives us recognition. It gives the program recognition now. In 2014, they're still recognizing BYU as a nationally dominant college football powerhouse. Number 25 from 1979 to 85. I don't care it was that long ago. BYU is still a national brand, and the people that matter most recognize that. Big deal. You can only milk the past for so long. BYU still mi- milking some of the past. They had some good seasons under Bronco Mendenhall in which they finished like 15th at the end of the year, going 11-2, and two, that kind of thing. BYU needs more of that now. But it's big deal because I didn't see Utah on there. I didn't see Utah State on there. I didn't see Boise State on there. Because what BYU did was special from Seven years in a row. to 85. Of the 25 on that list, only two non-Power 5 teams. BYU and then Navy in the 40s who no one knows about, but maybe Navy. It's a big deal that BYU's on that list. 77 wins and 12 losses, number five. Big deal, no deal. BYU versus Utah in baseball. Anybody that thinks this is no deal does not belong in the BYU Sports Nation community because it's BYU-Utah. It just matters. I don't care if their records are below 500. Utah's not having a great year. BYU has had better years. They're going to have trouble. They need a miracle to get in the West Coast Conference Tournament. So this in in a way is kind of like the BYU baseball bowl game. This is the last opportunity against your rival. You're right. And it's uh, the last week of home games Uh, and tonight BYU beat BYU beat Utah 20 to 3 of course in the Royals and then beat them 4-3 in 11 innings earlier in the year. To get three in a row, yes. To get three in a row against Utah, big deal. What uniforms will BYU baseball wear tonight? I guess you have to find the out. The all black. What? <laughs> no. The bibs. They're going to wear the bibs. What is your favorite BYU jersey combination for football and why? Use the hashtag BYUSN. We'll have more of your tweets when we come back. Plus, a conference award to give away. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. We're coming down the home stretch. Spencer Linton and Jeremy. Down Jordan. the stretch they come. Kentucky Derby. You remember who won? Can you name, name the winning horse? No, I was at the rugby match. I didn't pay attention. I can't either. But I know that Wes Welker of the... I think that it was Secretariat. The Denver Broncos. Oh, Cal- oh California oh, Chrome. California Chrome, I That's think. Right. I, I didn't hear that in my ear and just say it at all. I just... <laughs> And of California course, Google Chrome. Of course, our audio operator, Aaron Evans, would know that because he's from Kentucky. Kentucky. Yep. yep. Good call, Aaron. Hey, you know what time yeah. it is? It's time, time for the Cougar Whip Around. Baseball. baseball. It's a rivalry matchup tonight. Yes. BYU and Utah. I thought another <laughs> one was going to play. At 8 Eastern time. Broadcast is on KBYU locally, nationally on BYUTVSports.com, as well as BYU Radio. Softball. Tonight, the Cougars host a doubleheader in the University Parkway collision. That's what I call it. Against Utah Valley University. The first game at 7 Eastern. Both games can be seen on the W.TV. Speaking of BYU softball, pitcher Tori Allman named the West Coast Conference Pitcher of the Week after going 2-0 last week in 9.1 innings, or 9-1-3 innings. Yes. Hey, coming up tomorrow, former BYU linebacker and current NFLer, Brian Keel will join us as we talk about the NFL draft. Also, current Baltimore Raven, one of the best tight ends in the game right now, Dennis Pitta will join the program as well. Excited about that. Who deserves our rise and shout today? How about DeAndre Wesley? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for tweeting or Instagramming a picture you weren't supposed to, but all of us thank you because now we know about the black unis, white unis, royal blue. Oh, DeAndre Wesley and one.
Rise and shout, my friend. You yeah. deserve it. Our Twitter question today <laughs> You're gonna need it. is which BYU jersey combination is your favorite and why? Let's go to the Twitter machine. you got tweets. Oh, yay. This deserves an inception drop <laughs> at Natron 17. <laughs> it really does. Transformers I lo- <laughs> 4 this summer. I love, <laughs> I love the white and white. And white helmets. My wife thinks yeah. the team looks like they are wearing long johns, but I think it looks sick. Long, sick is in good. Long johns. Okay. That's awesome. Yep. Uh, <laughs> let's see. At A. Olsen, all white is terrible and cursed. It's not cursed. Okay. BYU traditionally wearing the all whites has not fared well. What about the poinsettia bowl? That was one where the they fared well. The Armed Forces Bowl. They normally don't fare well. Mississippi with Jake Heaps as the quarterback. What was it? At Notre Dame. At Virginia. Uh... At Texas, 2011. Uh, 1985, they were at uh, somewhere where they lost. At um, Florida State in 2010. You're right. Yeah. They were in the All-Whites. Yeah. But the, still, they've won four games. You know what? I'm not, I'm not superstitious about the jerseys. Like, let's just wear the jerseys and play like we own the place. Guess what? When BYU beats Virginia. Because Stadium, we do own the place. Yeah, when BYU beats Literally. Virginia 62-7 to in the All-Whites, no one's going to care. I'm not going to go 62-7, but I will go 75-3. to <laughs> Wow. 17-plus <laughs> no, for seven, sure. Se- Virginia, it's, it's going to be. That's your bold prediction. I can already com- tell you during that week, that will be your bold of prediction. Of all the games that I want to blow out the other team next year, not even Utah State. It's Virginia. Oh, get it back, oh, man. Get one back. A hurricane of touchdowns. At Chess Sports, it actually looks great, and it's not cursed in response to the, the all-white. White. They've won four times, yes, in that uni. Not sure why everyone thinks this. I don't know either. Yeah. you mentioned You mentioned sometimes they've won. It's Yeah, there's a stigma with it. At UCLA Grad 90, this is Jamal Williams and Mother Nicole. I have to go with the white because Jay Swag Daddy's wearing it in the picture. And we need redemption from last this year. It's a way to get back in Virginia. Virginia I, I think they're wearing whites against Virginia for... A, more, a few reasons. Yeah. It's, and that's the recruiting weekend, we think, uh, in which BYU will bring the guys in for a Saturday game. They can't do it for Thursday, Friday games. At Laser Sheep, the jersey question is hard. Black unis have grown on me as I initially hated the idea, but I would go all royal all the time. We're not going to do that. That's not going to happen. Then it loses some of the. Yes, it does. <sighs> that's not the, the color. Thanks to our guests today, Carlos Padilla, David Smith, and everyone on our crew. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at BYU Sports Nation. Please. Throw stuff, dude. Should I throw this glass? <laughs> Episode, no. no. Episodes of the show on demand at BYUSportsNation.com every afternoon and on BYUTV.org slash DVR. For Jerem Jordan, new kids on the block, number one fan. I am Spencer Linton. Shout out to Jason Buck. BYU Sports Nation back at it tomorrow.